0: Welcome to Monster Crush, the podcast for monster lovers. Each week, we discuss some of the hottest cryptids, monsters, and paranormal entities the world has to offer. Along the way, we make fun of ourselves, learn useless information, and discover our monster crush. Will your favorite monster make it to a second date? Hi, <laughs> everyone. Where I'm here with Jason, a fellow nerd Smith community member and DM for the show. I'm on the final rights. Ellie is out of town on a much deserved vacation, so I had to find someone to temporarily fill the void in my life that is her presence. Jason, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Sure, absolutely. Uh, as uh, heavenly, so. Uh, brilliantly pointed out. Uh, Name's Jason. I'm at just Jason Please, all one word, all lowercase and please is P-L-S. Uh, Over on Twitter, uh, DM Extraordinaire for uh, The Final Rights, which is a bi-weekly Tuesday show that uh, runs on the NerdSmith Twitch channel, 2 p.m. CST, if I'm not mistaken, and Friend of uh, Heavenly. We we actually, uh, I remember the last time that we had a podcast, it was um, Oh, so long ago, almost, I want to say two years ago, it was an actual play. Uh, it's so good to be back on in podcast form, uh, with you talking about some, some lovely little, uh, lovely little monsters that, uh, I, I'm so happy to, uh, assess the crushability of.
0: Yeah, so this will be another special episode where I get to be the bait, which is super exciting for me. But before we get into this week's episode, let's talk about the super special fun thing that uh, NerdSmith is doing. And that is the sub drive for Ooh. 2019. So we are NerdSmith is a basically a, a network of support like monster crush wouldn't be possible if it weren't for these amazing people who support us in any way that they can it's fellow creators fellow podcasters streamers writers uh voice actors theater people and we are super proud to be part of their network we feel th- so thankful all the time especially because i'm sure we're like the weirdest wildest show and we <laughs> We, like, don't ever come to the company picnic or, like, the weird (laughs) secret cousins that, like, live in the sewers. And so (laughs) we're so happy to be a part of the network. And we are completely supported by you, our fans and listeners. And so rather than bothering you all of the time about needing some support, we decide to just do it once a year. And that is this time of the year, which is our subscription drive. So everything we create on the we are nerdsmith network is uh or rather on the nerdsmith network is completely free we don't want you to have to pay for anything but we do like to give new and upgrading subscribers little bonuses so we have over the years created special bonus content for our subscription drive and also for our fundraising drive our nerds giving in november and although those special episodes up- Episodes and bonus content is available to the public after I believe one year. You can access it early by becoming a new or upgrading subscription. Sub, a new or upgrading a, subscriber.
1: No, just a subscription. You have to lose you your have personhood. To, <laughs> you and are inhabit, now
0: a subscription.
1: Yes, you have to inhabit the role of the subscription. Be the subscription. Feel the subscription.
0: <laughs> so at any at any monthly donation what is it called like at any of our tiers any of our support tiers i suppose i that's should look it. at the that's document the that's fucking in front of me for any <laughs> of the support tiers you get access to all of our all of the bonus content not just the two bonus episodes that Ellie and i have done the first of which was a review of the hit movie drag me to hell and the Ooh. second which was a video game monsters which became uh very dark um yeah, that was a rough episode. There were oh, some no. there were some things that happened.
1: <laughs> I'm concerned.
0: We role played some uh, alternative futures which were really all great and uh and fantastic and then at the end we decided to role play some more possible futures that we were saying goodbye to and those got Those got really dark. Those got Uh, real
1: heavy real
2: quick. Those got real
0: heavy. So, yeah. So, you'll have access to that. That sounds super fun. And you'll get access to that as well as all of the content that all of our other shows have created. And then there are different support. There are different things that you get for each of the tiers. So, at $10 a month, you would be a sidekick. You would get 50% off nerd alerts, which are special shout outs you can have, which we read on the air. You'll get a super cool pin. And you'll get access to an exclusive channel on our Discord server, and that's the sidekick one. Uh, For $20 a month, you would be a champion, and you would get all of the rewards that the sidekicks get, which is the 50% off nerd alerts, the pin, bonus content, but you would also get metal D20 from Die Hard Dice. (gasps) You actually get a free nerd alert.
1: Uh Hey.
0: So I guess you get a free one and fifty percent off one. I'm not really sure. That's something to ask someone else about.
1: It sounds it sounds correct, like because <laughs> sounds I I sounds remember like. it. Yeah, I remember it being that all previous uh, tiers of support are included in the tier of support that you're in, right. if it's like higher than the previous tiers.
0: We did We a really cookbook. need to talk to yeah.
1: somebody
0: about this. <laughs> <laughs> these are should These were the questions we should have asked before we started recording. Um, mm-hmm. we did a cookbook this year. Uh, I do not know how to cook. Um I eat rice for every meal. Uh, sometimes I also eat beans. And sometimes I eat nachos, but those are really my, my like go-to meals that I cook for myself. So I did not include a recipe in this cookbook really to save you all the embarrassment of uh, reading a recipe that was like shred cheese, arranged chips on tin foil pan, put cheese on chips, put more chips on top of cheese, and more oh, really? cheese on top oh yeah i'd like to do a two two layer oh
1: wow well. yeah I, 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 i'm a simple man i do one. Oh no just,
0: you gotta i do a big pile i use a very small pan and i just do like a big mound so there's like uh, yeah. yeah uh but the problem is is that sometimes the cheese in the center of the mound doesn't melt at the same uh, rate yeah, that's, so there's that, definitely yeah. yeah and then um Get a, a can of olives, like a whole can of black olives, and dump all, like all of the olives, into your mouth. You you mean <laughs> you mean to save them for the nachos, but you're going to eat them while the cheese is melting, and then you won't have any olives for your nachos.
1: Or 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 what you do is dump them into your mouth and then regurgitate in some form or fashion. <laughs> just keep
0: them, yeah. Just keep them in your mouth, and then yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Let let. Let the saliva work through. And then when the nachos are done, then scarf it all down.
0: Yeah. In the alternative future where we've all developed like the <laughs> pelican type neck gizmo.
1: <laughs> right. This exactly. This recipe is
0: really going to come in handy. So uh, the, I guess that was a free recipe. So, um, but if you want more recipes, then you can become a champion at $20 a month and you'll get a digital download of the 2019 NerdSmith cookbook. Woohoo. If you have more money, um, you could be a superstar, which is $35 a month. So you get all of all the things I mentioned before, just to reiterate 50% off a nerd alert, plus a free nerd alert, plus a pin, plus bonus content, plus a metal D20, plus a digital download of the 2019 NerdSmith cookbook, plus exclusive channel on our discord server access. Uh, then you also get a mug and you get, um, a physical copy of the 2019 NerdSmith cookbook. And I, I don't think even I get a physical copy.
1: Neither do I. I don't, I don't believe so.
0: I don't even think we get physical copies. I don't even know if we get even digital downloads when I think about it.
1: Wow. We're getting the short end of the stick, huh? (laughs) So you guys
0: would get more (laughs) than us. Like, that's what that is.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: But we appreciate, you know, any support you can give. And if those tiers are out of your budget, we also have our minion tier, which is $5 a month, which is access to all of our bonus content and access to an exclusive channel on our Discord server, Um, and also that free recipe that I just stated. So I suppose all of the tiers actually get get that free recipe.
1: With this episode of Monster Crush, your your support guaranteed will will get you a free nacho recipe. So that's
0: that's our that's our uh, subdrive two thousand nineteen. Um the hashtag is hashtag uh subdrive two thousand nineteen. Uh, we did not go with my suggestion, which was hashtag subnerd two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Um that one was vetoed.
1: Well, I, I and I really don't understand why personally, because, you know, I, I mean, I don't see how that could be misconstrued in any form or fashion. Like right?
0: All right. Well let's get into let's get into our dates. I think that's all um that's all we want to talk about.
1: Yeah. Um just uh as a personal aside, I I guess in terms of that uh sort of um support, really um this is the first drive that I personally am participating in and just the ability to put out such quality content as you're hearing currently uh, is just a great honor. And whatever support that you can give at whatever tier uh, would be greatly appreciated and put to good use, most definitely, to make what's great even better. So, yeah, check out. Uh, oh, actually, wait a minute. As I remember, there's a specific URL that's devoted to the drive, uh, so that people can find out more information.
2: Yeah. I believe it was,
1: uh,
0: nerdsmith.org slash
1: subscription
0: drive.
1: No, I think it might've been subdrive.
0: Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. No. I've already closed, oh, no. out, of I've already closed out of the document. I've already closed out of the document.
1: Hang on. I put out a tweet earlier. I must, we must feast upon, feast our eyes upon the truth. Uh, Yep, it's going to be nerdsmith.org slash subdrive. That's S-U-B-D-R-I-V-E.
0: Yeah, if you haven't been to the NerdSmith website, I definitely recommend you go, nerdsmith.org. Uh, there are bios for both Ellie and I, as well as a bio for our uh, community manager slash boss, uh, Manouche And she's actually here with me right now. Um, she's kissing the microphone. And now she's uh, turned away from me and... Okay, I guess she's gone now. Uh, but she was here for a second, so she supports you guys giving us money. Uh, so that's something to consider. Yeah. Should we get started yeah. with the show?
1: I mean, uh, do, do, do we need to? That's that's why I came here, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, just for, th- just for the money plug. If you It's are, just
1: for the money plug. If
0: you have fast-forwarded through all of that, because I know some of you fuckers did.
1: Uh <laughs> <laughs> Please support us. We value your support so much. All right, fuckers who fast forward. (laughs) Uh,
0: Go back and listen. But also, this is where you could start playing again. All right, Jason, what do you got for me? I'm so excited to be the bait. I, I feel like I love doing Monster Crush and I love researching and writing. But I feel like I am stuck in that rut of always the bridesmaid and never the bride yeah and
1: absolutely. so
0: I'm really excited for for these deadly dates you know, and um I've gone on a few with humans, and those are not fun but uh there seem there seems to be something almost sexy in the effect of going on like maybe a murder date with a demon, so yeah,
1: well, I will say uh before we get into the dates, unlike some uh episodes of Monster Crush, this one involves a little bit of your uh personality, you see. Instead of purveying for you simply three potential dates, I have secured for the listeners and for your own uh, pleasure, six potential avenues by which we might uh, s- set you up.
0: Whoa. Um, y-
1: yes. Now, in order to parse down from that, we need to divine exactly what your characteristic, uh, shall we say, attractions are, Uh, especially in reference to the two groups that we will be examining today, those of demons and devils. Okay. I should, as a disclaimer, say these are demons and devils specifically from the world of Dungeons & Dragons, more specifically uh, the core setting, which is the Forgotten Realms. That being said... Let's go ahead and simply jump into the personality test that I have devised. Six questions, six being a third of the most evil number in the world. And, based upon your answers, we will see where exactly your interests lie. So, beginning off with sort of a, a, shall we say, easy question. Which among these mental images, in your opinion... Is the most cursed.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) A. A strong Guy Fieri. Uh, B. Ants that are too organized. uh C. Mount Everest, but with razor blades.
0: Where are the razor blades? Like hidden in the snow?
1: Uh, just with razor blades, Mount Everest with, but with razor blades. Take that, however you will.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: And then D, the Empire Understate Building. Now, in comparison to traditional uh, personality tests, please do not let the first impulse get to you. Like, ask me as many questions as you feel is necessary.
0: Okay, okay, okay. The um, what did was the third? What was the last one?
1: The Empire Understate Building.
0: Okay. Okay. So it's under the state. It's yes. underground.
1: Yes, it's okay. it's underground. It's 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 yeah. It's okay. it's
0: Well, well that it, one that it, one is not cursed to me because as some people may know and now everyone will know, I'm a huge fan of mole people and I feel uh, that they really never get anything except for like toxic sludge and dinosaur bones. And so I for one am here for the entire uh I can't think of the name of the real building. What is it called? The Empire State Building. Yes, of course. Yeah. Duh. Duh. And,
1: and now, you, Duh. now you have and, revealed and now, the pun.
0: And now it's been taken and it has been put underground. Or perhaps, perhaps. Perhaps? The mole people have organized, much like the ants, and they have dug around the Empire State Building and they have taken it. And I support either one, whether we give it to them, because we're like, we already have a lot of tall buildings. We don't really right. need any more. It's really impacting the skyline. It's really difficult mm-hmm. to clean all the windows. Absolutely. Just have it. I love that idea. I think it's really great and sexy, and I love that we're making allies. Um, whether or not it's it's a maybe an act of war. Um, I support the mole people because we do have too many tall buildings and we should fucking stop hoarding them and give them to the mole people. And um I hope that they install it upside down. So it's like a literal mirror building, but if they also just want to, like, put it really, really, really deep in the ground, standing traditional upright, I support that as well. So that is not a cursed image to me. Okay. Mount Everest with razor blades. That also does not strike me as a cursed image. Really? Um, Yeah, because here's why. Uh, We need to fucking stop going to Mount Everest.
1: (laughs) I think you just despise things with elevation. When it comes to anything above or below sea level, it's like there is no middle ground that you will take, literally.
0: Listen, listen. Mount Everest is a sacred place to the natives, and it's incredibly disrespectful that we just keep fucking climbing it to prove that we're healthy. Like, we get it, tan white people. Yeah. You're healthy.
1: Yeah, the, the the people of Nepal and and that region—it's their space. We're invading <laughs> it's it, like
0: their space. It's their mountain. So yeah. the idea of Mount Everest with with razor blades that may keep people from climbing it, and I do support that because uh, we need to stop climbing it. We can. There are so many other things we could climb, like Stairmasters. Fair enough. And you know what? There's a mountain right here that you can climb. There's Mount Hood. Climb Mount Hood. You know.
1: D- disclaimer, uh, to, if if it's like federal land, I don't know exactly the specifics of climbing Fort Hood, but don't just like walk out of your house and decide that you're going to climb it because there might be like some people who who like... Watch over it. It might be a nature preserve. Like, check before you go, at least. Like okay. have, have a reservation. I, yes. I don't know check how hiking before, works.
0: Check before you climb Mount Hood, but if you can climb it, then climb it. People do it all the time, I'm pretty sure. I once <laughs> almost died on Mount Hood, and so... Um, oh, a
1: glowing recommendation, then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it also is full of razor blades, but... Uh, so, so Mount Everest with razor blades doesn't super strike me as, as unusual. Now... Ants that are a little too organized and strong Guy Fieri. Yes. Those both have unsettling energy.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I'm gonna have to i am I'm gonna have to go with Strong Guy Fieri just because uh, mm. I he's so full of energy because he eats all the time. So his body is just like a well-oiled fuel producing machine. And <laughs> Already, I think he could, his stamina has to be much better than mine, because my stamina is maybe about, like, 15 minutes.
1: F- 15 minutes tops. You think he could go for 30, 45, like, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, right, sorry, I, I, I forgot Known parkour artist guys <laughs> here. Mm. Right.
2: Okay. Same here. Yes. In, your, in,
1: your tummy. In, 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 in the the tunnel is in your tummy. It's not. It does not lead to your tummy. It is just in it. I I. I think that there might be like a hole beneath the nose or, or, well, wait, no, you, you said below the eyes. So, uh, okay. So the nose is this thing that sort of juts out of the middle of your face. That That's a very good question. I don't know if pores would count at that point, but, um... Yeah, probably, probably.
0: So the food is in his magic tunnel, and he uh, it crushes the it crushes the food, and it turns it into coal, which the body then burns.
1: Yes, and- as, as it did, as it did with the dinosaurs so long ago, <laughs> how our ancestors lived. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry It
0: turns Yeah It turns the food Into body coal Also called Food Food nuggets (laughs) Food nuggets Our body Our body burns The food nuggets And he just Has so many Food nuggets Because he has That show called Guy Fieri Never stops Putting stuff In his mouth Oh, that's the
1: name of the show. Yeah, he just
0: eats for the whole time. It's so crazy. Like uh, The whole time he's on camera, he's just eating. And so he has so much fuel. He has so much food nuggets to burn. And I think he's been doing it for such a long time that he probably has a reserve.
1: Probably, probably. Okay, so. uh, As as was perhaps lost in the tirade that that was subsequently built upon... Uh, among the mental images that I just listed You yes. would say that the most cursed Most cursed, would be, strong
0: Guy Fieri uh,
1: Strong Guy Fieri A strong Guy Fieri I, I completely, uh, you know I, I originally thought that it might have been ants That are too organized, but You, you persuaded me with this very eloquent Rhetorical uh, argument about magic tunnels And food nuggets <laughs> um. <laughs> So, with that question Now uh, over and done with we must move on to the next question. Okay. Number number two. <clears throat> this one's going to be a little bit uh, more esoteric, a little bit more conceptual. Um, so I just need you to follow me on this and and just trust me. Okay. So as I personally know, you are currently uh, pursuing a uh, uh, a degree of higher education. You're you're, you're uh, going for a a uh, a degree that. Lies beyond a bachelor's. Mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So the Institute of Higher Learning that you are attending has just foisted upon you yet another required elective okay. in order to graduate. Yeah. Uh, of those offered over mm. the upcoming semester, which holds the most interest to you? Okay. A, okay. A. The philosophical tenets of anarchy. Mm-hmm. B. Political Institutions and the Origins of Modern Bureaucracy. Ugh. C. Examinations upon the Practice of Flaying Skin. Okay. Or D. How to Succeed in Soulmongering Without Really Trying.
0: Okay, okay. Well, number one, A. Um, it seems against the core principles of anarchy to pay for a class in, in anarchy. So mm. I'd have to say that I do not want to take that class And perhaps I would um, steal all of the textbooks for it.
1: Ah, I see. So, so so to act upon the philosophical tenets instead of discussing them.
0: Exactly, because I shouldn't have to pay for a class on anarchy when I could just practice anarchy.
1: Perpetuate it, right?
0: Also, I'm pretty sure the Anarchy Library is like free online. So I don't know. Probably,
1: probably. Um, Don't, Don't Google that, children. Don't. That's it's dangerous. There are many dark places. Be
0: careful, <laughs> yeah, don't just Google anarchy free, okay. You have to put in some okay, more yeah. keywords.
1: <laughs> some keywords. keep the safe search on just <laughs> safe
0: safe wholesome anarchy library free dot com <laughs> <laughs> um, the second one, I lived in Germany for two and a half years, so I'm well versed in bureaucracy uh oh, yeah. where you have to fill out a piece of paper for everything that you want to do ever and then you have to stand in line to hand over that piece of paper to get a different piece of paper to fill out. Ooh, so I don't yeah. think I need to pay for that. Now, the final two. I am interested um in learning how to flay skin as a skill because right. I think that could come in handy in in a situation in which Gravity becomes less of a burden and insects grow very large.
2: Mm.
0: And then I can flay the skin of a giant dragonfly and create really cool dragonfly boots. So I guess what I'm saying is that I think this may have a more pertinent application besides murder, but right, also. Exactly. It seems like kind of a cool skill to have, but the th- the fourth one—how
1: to succeed in soul mongering without really trying—without
0: really trying because I really don't. I suffer from uh, what is it called? Um, gifted kid syndrome.
1: Oh yeah, where. <laughs>
0: Where I didn't have to try to do anything as a kid, and then I got older, and now you have to try to do things, and it really bums me out. And yeah. so I'm really intrigued by the idea of doing something that I like to do.
1: So uh, monger souls, yeah, specifically, I, I
0: like to go to the the game and uh, walk through the stands in the stadium, and much like someone might sell corn dogs or slushies. I sell souls that I've gathered from last week's game. You know, it's kind of like a constant... Games of any sport are ripe for soul-stealing and mongering. Exactly. And so, without having to try would be nice, because I would like to be able to do it from the comfort of my own home.
1: Mm. So, I think I'm most interested in that class. All right. How to succeed in soul-mongering without really trying. (laughs) obviously um textbooks for that are going to be few and far between because you know you have to sell souls to to get souls but it's 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 kind of weird <laughs> but um it's it's very good to to know that about you uh we're we're literally a third of the way done so let's move on to the next question uh, it this sort of relates to the previous um Answer that you had given, but it's from a different sort of vantage point. Uh, when confronted with the soul of an individual who has been eternally damned, mm-hmm. do, do you, A, attempt to prepare the soul for consumption, B, show the soul how its perpetual suffering could be lessened through service to you, mm. C, roast it mercilessly, and by roast I mean in the more uh, vernacular sort of, like, Put him to put the like, soul what are on you blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that sort of thing. I'm I'm very hip with the kids. Uh, and then D to uh, make it perform meaningless tasks for your base amusement.
0: Well, definitely, I, I, it's going to have to be between B and D because I do like to help people. Really? Yeah, it's one of my tenets of life is that I like to
1: help people. Um, and as we all know, de- demons and devils, just totally on the philanthropic street. Super like, helpful. Honestly, super helpful. Super helpful. Super helpful.
0: I mean, that demon from Demon House gave Zach Bagans those really cool glasses because they like ripped his eyes out or
1: something. Excuse me? What? I, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> what? <laughs> Time out. Uh, personality test aside, what the fuck are you talking about?
0: <laughs> you know Zach Bagans. Zach Bagans from uh, Ghost Hunters. Ghost Adventures.
1: Oh, right, 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 yeah.
0: He stayed in one of the the state's, like, most haunted house, and now, after staying in the house, he has to wear these, like, thick-ass prescription lenses because the demon gave him, like, an eyeball explosion. What? Yeah, while he was staying in the house, he, ex- he was experiencing these really intense pain in his, like, cornea separated from the meat of the eye. I'm not 100% sure on the details. I just know that he wears these thick-ass glasses now because of the demon. Wow. But they look so cool. So the demon, well, th- that's my point, is that the demon <laughs> gave him it, fashion it, advice.
1: I, right. Just, you know, he had to make his eyes explode. <laughs> hes I, I'm sure what the demon, like, said was these will make your eyes really pop, but not understanding <laughs> the implications of that, this poor... Poor bastard said, excuse me? (laughs) I just imagine, like, you know how uh, uh, in some movies, like, somebody sets off a smoke grenade or or some fire goes on in a car and it, like, suddenly fills with smoke? And, like, it doesn't go out of the car, it just stays in? I just imagine that sort of image, but with a human eye, (laughs) where suddenly it's just, like... Yes, Full to the brim. There's there's going to be a content warning on this episode now, isn't there?
0: I finally marked our podcast as explicit.
1: Yeah, that's, that's probably <laughs> a safe bet. Alright, so uh, between B and D then, uh, there's only one that actually, substantively, uh, could be construed as you yeah. uh, helping them or offering helps, and that would be uh, B. Yes,
0: yeah, so I'm going to go with B. Uh,
1: you think so? So yeah. show the soul how its perpetual suffering could be lessened through service to you. To me, exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, halfway there. Now, um, the next three are going to concern scenarios that you sort of might find yourself in or otherwise might uh, uh, encounter uh, throughout your life, etc., etc. So just keep that in mind as, as I read off the questions. Okay. A well-meaning relative has just asked an uncomfortable question concerning a sensitive topic at a party. What among the options listed here is the most appropriate response? A. To awkwardly shift the conversation to another, less controversial subject. B. To gently address the point raised, but give no concrete answer. C. To unhinge your jaw, not unlike a snake, and shriek. Or D. To address the question directly and honestly, regardless of how your answer would be viewed, as you know, you are in the right. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Now, these questions are always difficult for me because I never go to family events. Uh, literally, I think maybe a majority of my family doesn't know that I exist because I just. I stopped showing up to things when I was like 16, and I don't let any of them follow me on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter.
1: Oh damn. Uh, well, this can then be shifted to a well-meaning friend if, if that would be uh, if that would impact your answer a little bit more.
0: Well, no, it doesn't because what I'm saying is that if it if I were to go to a family event, right. I have no emotional connection to any of the people there. So I would like to do. I would like to kind of, if I may, do a combination of C and D.
1: Okay, uh, to unhinge your jaw, not unlike a, s- a snake, and shriek. Uh, and addition, uh, additionally to that, to address the question directly and honestly, regardless of your an- of how your answer would be viewed, as you know, you are in the right. Um, uh, as a point of clarification, I-, I suppose if if it's sort of. Uh, an attributive system that we've got going on here. Would you unhinge your jaw to address the question or would you address the question before unhinging your jaw and shrieking?
0: I would do it both ways. So first I would unhinge my jaw and shriek to announce that I have something to say. I see. To get, to get everyone's attention. Sure. And then I would address their question uh, and by address their question, I would I assume like point out that they're <coughs> being stupid, idiot butt faces. Sure. And then to to conclude my statement, I would unhinge my jaw and
1: shriek. Oh, so you would unhinge your jaw t- twice to announce of, the beginning kind of, and the end? Exactly.
0: I would kind of bookend my statement with this very visceral,
1: this very reaction. primal shriek. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, uh, you know what? Uh, this wasn't a part of the original test, but I'll go ahead and say that you can indeed uh, do the combination of the two, especially in relation to this question, and given the circumstances that sort of surround it. So, Heck
2: yeah,
1: uh, yeah, that's that's a perfectly reasonable and very well argued. I must say, uh, 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 response. So very well done. You get an A plus on this personality test. Yay! It means nothing. <laughs> All right, final two questions. Are you ready? Yes. All right. An entity of hellish origins has slid into your DMs uninvited and is asking uncomfortably invasive questions. Okay. What what is the proper response out of those listed here? Okay. A, block their profile full stop, no questions answered or asked. B, berate them for their actions and report them. C. Perform a ritual so that their keyboard turns to acid and their questions sear into their eyes. Or D. Perform a ritual so that their lips are sewn shut, their mind is assaulted by craven and terrible images, and their Wi-Fi crashes immediately and permanently.
0: Hmm. Hmm. This is tricky. Yeah,
1: absolutely in this sort of fantastical situation where a stranger slides into your dms and starts asking shit uh it, it's it's very hard to conceptualize and very very hard to find an answer for
0: can i when i go to so first i'd like to click on their profile to see who sure. they are sure do they follow me
1: um well that would depend upon the status of your dms would they have to be following you no so no we'll oh, say so in they're, this case they're
0: not even following me
1: yeah, we'll say th- this is an entity of hellish origins who has uh, slid into your DMs uninvited without really specifying who they are or anything else. This is not somebody who you know.
0: <sighs> do, do they have their name listed on their profile?
1: Uh, they, I will say they have an A name. You don't know if it's their name.
0: Okay. I would like to reverse Google uh, search their their profile image.
1: Okay. Um this is turned in, this is turned into a choose your own adventure novel just real quick but um reversing their uh, unfortunately uh, i i will say this unfortunately um uh, their profile image is of a random anime character god so damn it. it yeah it doesn't okay. really yield much in terms of uh, i would like
0: to do about 20 minutes of sleuthing uh no sure. not 20 i'll do like 12 i'll do 12 minutes of sleuthing to see if i can find their their like facebook page
1: um, 12 minutes of sleuthing, I'll say that that would probably yield at least what you believe might be their Facebook page. Uh, there's sort of the same sort of accoutrement in terms of content and in terms of vernacular, like it's, 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 you're 99% certain, okay. certain, certain,
0: cool. Um, then I would like to go through their friends list and find someone who has their same name. Sure. How many people have their same name on their friends list?
1: Uh, their same, their same profile name or their Their same, same their same last name, name. their same last name, their same last name. Mm -hmm. That would be, I'd say probably got like a brother or something. So like. Two or three people.
0: Okay, I want to. I want to go to the profile of the one that looks like it might be their mother.
1: Oh, 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 oh! I, I, I see. Um, <laughs> uh, the I, I, I will say that um, it, it, this is an entity of hellish origins, so uh, we don't know the sort of parentage. But I'll say that you could find a guardian or, or otherwise, like. Uh, associated spirit that we would colloquially refer to as a mother or some sort of mothering figure.
0: Okay, cool. Um, Sure. Now that I've done that, I would like to do option, say option C and D again.
1: Perform a ritual so that their keyboard turns to acid and their questions sear into their eyes, or perform a ritual so that their lips are sewn shut, their mind is assaulted by craven and terrible images, and their Wi-Fi crashes immediately and permanently.
0: Okay, so I would like to do option D. Okay. And then I would like to send uh, a bouquet of flowers to the to the parent figure with a card that says, I'm sorry that your son sucks.
1: That's per- perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Um, that, that was... <laughs> Bit of a roller coaster, but I, I'm glad that uh, I, I'm I'm richer for having taken the journey. Honestly, I, I thank you for that. Um, so after scouring the internet for this 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 poor bastard's uh, Facebook profile, then getting in touch with their uh, parental unit, then you know perform the ritual and sending flowers, uh, you you would um, sort of let sleeping dogs lie, let the let the DMs sort of. Pass and fade into memory, or would this be sort of a grudge situation where you'd hold on to it oh, bitterly? Oh, I definitely like,
0: would screenshot them before deleting them.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, that, that's just common practice. Like, it's, it's just etiquette, you know. Here, uh, here's the final question. Okay. To determine where exactly we're going to take this, uh, this uh, palette of potential dates. A menagerie of food trucks has been known to set up shop at a park not too far from your residence. You decide to visit one day when all are open for business. Which catches your eye first?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A. Clean Marines, which features a menu replete with American staple foods, situated next to a worn and well-weathered black-and-white portrait of Cheech Marin that covers the side of the truck. Viva Italia, B., Uh, which boasts a classical Italian menu besides which stands a poster of the proprietor's grandmother who founded the original brick-and-mortar restaurant, which still stands in the downtown area of your city. C, rat, which has a menu and stuffed rat that is situated at the corner where the cashier stands. Or D, delightful, that's uh, delightful with two L's, Which features a plethora of Korean Cuban fusion dishes and whose truck is kept spectacularly clean and organized. As if it had been put (laughs) just just straight straight up. Just rat. Yeah. Just just rat? Yeah. Just rat.
0: Yeah, I'd go to rat.
1: That you you go to rat. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Rat rat the food truck. (laughs) Yeah. Rat. Okay. Well, since you Good lord! Um, all right. The no, no, no further exposition. No, no sort of just rat.
0: No, just I'd go to rat. Yeah, just, I like it. Rat. I like the vibe.
1: Yeah, has a menu stuffed rat. You know, it's one of those things. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, tallying up the responses and inventorying them. Uh, let's see. So that's that, and then. That. Okay, I, I regret to inform you, even with your choice of rat, that, unfortunately, does not put you into demon territory. Given your responses on the Institute of Higher Learning, on the, the well-meaning relative, uh, the soul of the individual, and of the entity of hellish origins, you are squarely, squarely in the camp of the Archdevils for this episode of Monster Crush.
0: okay. On the, like, demon scale, like, where do demons and devils and everything, where do they fall?
1: And here's where I es- expound upon the differences. Okay, so, good, good, good. Uh, demons are the sort of chaotic evil forces within the multiverse of D&D. They're these sort of mindless, warring, like, species that go throughout the River Styx and and, um again, the multiverse, sort of just waging war to wage war. They come from a place that's known as the Abyss, which it's this endless sort of infinite cycle of worse and worse places. So, like, if uh, Abyss Level 1 is sort of like, uh, shall we say, a a day that's just a little too hot, Abyss, like, Level 987 is literally that the world is on fire constantly and there's no water for miles. There might be one drop that occurs every, like, thousand years, but then it's gone and evaporated and there's no more water. Okay. Um, The abyss levels are ruled over by uh, demon lords or demon princes. This is uh, taken in terms of um, sort of encompassing all sorts of genders and whatnot. In fact, the... uh, Uh, one of the three demon lords that was on the docket uh, was an entity by the name of the Queen of Chaos. Okay. Uh, And um, she basically uh, is this demon lord who uh, is one of the oldest and one of the most feared and who basically urges her minions to just so chaos and destruction because the primordial forces of that destruction is what gave them birth, so it's sort of uh, it's in uh, in tribute to the forces that gave them life, etc, cetera, etc cetera. it's this whole thing where it's like they wage war continually and perpetually because they're, they're assholes like that, that's that's really what it boils down to. Demons are assholes okay. in, in the D&D universe like just Straight up, um, they're, they're mindless most of the time. And even when they do have like actual agendas or anything like that, it's never to the benefit of anybody but themselves. It's very selfish and, and like, uh, just scattered about. It, it, it's, it's hell. It, well, it's not hell because hell is actually for devils, but it's this whole thing. So that's the deal with demons. With devils, it's a little bit more in the sort of classical conceptions. Um, The traditional sort of um, fallen angel dynamic happens here with Asmodeus and a few of the other sort of infernal lords of hell, the Archdevils, as they're known in uh, the Forgotten Realms. And they sort of adhere to the typical structure of the Nine Hells that were sort of laid out in the real world by uh, Dante Alighieri's Inferno. Uh, You know, you've got one for greed, one for uh, war and violence, uh, a circle for every taste, as it were, uh, every sinful taste, ruled over by archdevils. Archdevils, as far as I can tell, uh, are equivalent to, or at least comparable to, uh, Demon Lords, in that they are the rulers of a level within the Nine Hells. Demon lords usually uh, have influence that extends across wide arrays of the Abyss, be that contained with within one level, but it's like a very, very fuck-off big level. Okay. Or if it's literally like stratas of the Abyss that they have subjugated and then sent out troops from. Devils, in contrast to demons, are lawful evil. So they're Preconceived notions of that sort of uh, arrangement deal more in contracts, in obligations, in pacts and the like, which see their power grow and grow exponentially through subterfuge, through um, legal means. If that makes any sense, like uh, they're more concerned with the ordered evil of like bureaucracy. I suppose it, it's it's a very uh it's a very structured view of the world. Um it it would be similar but it, it would be the inverse of what we could assume angels to stand for, okay. which is truth, justice, good and all that. They stand for truth, but they stand for evil and injustice and like just self-interest. It devils are also assholes in the world of the forgotten realms. Okay. And the three that I have pulled up today are are the uh, m- monarchs of those assholes. Uh, okay, but I so, don't
0: stand for injustice.
1: Well, uh, absolutely not. This is no uh comment upon your character, but given your personality responses, <laughs> you do you do stand for order, especially when it comes to, you know, um making sure uh being thorough like that whole choose your own adventure segment that we had. That that would be the, the sort of devilish kind of intrigue that, that would be engaged with this particular partner uh, on the regular, or, or this potential partner, I should say.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: So, unfortunately, we must say goodbye to the Queen of Chaos. We must also say goodbye to... Uh... <laughs> I have their names right here. Uh, Jubilex and... Oh, we, we have to say goodbye to Demogorgon. Ugh. You know, he had, he had a good run on Stranger Things, but not on Monster Crush. That that shit don't fly here, okay? So, you
0: do you have two Bachelor and Bachelorettes for me? Uh,
1: I have three... Um, I have three potential uh, setups here. From six, we now have three.
0: Oh, okay, 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 okay.
1: Yes, and all of these I will say in advance are known as Arch archdevils. Okay. They also go uh, they also go by Lords of Nine Archdukes of Hell uh, and just rather unimaginatively unimaginatively in my opinion Lords of Hell. Bachelor number 1 I I I have to say th- this one I have the least faith in just okay. j- just sort of uh really um j- just going to be straight up um he bears the titles Warlord of Avernus, Lord of the First, General of the Third Command. Um, he is a male, uh, and he's one of the lead generals in the Blood War, which is the eternal war that's waged between demons and devils. Uh, spends most of his time and energy advancing their agenda against the demons, uh, but doesn't really um, settle on his own pursuits. Like it, it, he, he doesn't have a cult that is established to him. So he, he he's more of a warrior god than anything else, or uh, uh, excuse me, a warrior uh, archdevil. He served under an old uh, archdevil by the name of uh, Zariel, but betrayed and dethroned her, uh, and then uh, absorbed uh, her power. So, you know, there's that to consider. But um, on the whole, I mean, this pit fiend is looking for love, looking for... Uh, attraction, uh, and ready to to strike out, do something for himself. You know, he began life as a lemur and then progressed through the devilish ranks to find himself in in such a strong position. And, and you know, he, he's just looking for somebody to share in that sort of rise with.
0: I will say that as far as tropes go, I'm a big fan of sucking power and, like, life forces and... um responsibility from others so already i'm intrigued
1: wonderful wonderful it should also be noted that he is one of the greatest military minds in the multiverse this is somebody who but I'm is successfully
0: anti-military
1: oh no oh
0: so i think uh. but i would like i would like to hear the others but i just have to say already i'm a little worried um i don't know that i could support his military idealism
1: of course, of course. It, it's it's very hard, especially when you know you are Lord of the First and General of the Third Command. You, you can't really separate yourself from that sort of warring identity, and and it, it's 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 consumed a lot of his time. I mean, he's been waging this war for untold millennia. You know, it's 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 he's really it's, dedicated
0: it's, to it's continuing. It sounds like it sounds like so much of his life and campaign to power has been around this war and at this Mm -hmm. point i'm suspicious about his true motives could he be continuing the war can he be propagating the seeds of distrust in these Mm -hmm. warring parties so he continues to have a seat of power
1: yeah it's it's there's a lot of um unknown quantities with this sort of uh with this sort of person would you like a physical description yes Uh, i'll do my best um So, you you know pit fiends, right? In in D&D, these sort of large, hulking, like, horned uh, entities with, like, red skin and black wings and and, and the conceptual sort of ideas of a demon. Uh, Think of that, but this person uh, leans more into a dragon aesthetic with a lot of scales, a lot of sharp angles, jagged teeth with like stuff dripping out of it. Uh but he also knows how to accessorize. I I should say, uh s- simply because he's normally seen with a giant flaming sword and a a belt of heads of various origins. Mainly Ew. human, but uh, but like yeah, you know, it's it's just one of those things that, you know, he he strung together. These are uh testaments to his accomplishments that he's decided to adorn upon himself. So I I I think it's it strikes a very imposing figure. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's really just, it's in the eye of the beholder, uh, that beauty is found. Love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. So, I suppose then I should go ahead and proceed to the next potential bachelor. Uh, he is known as Viscount of Minaros, uh, Lord of the Third. Uh, also the Lord of Greed. He who speaks in riddles. The Serpent, Avenger, and Master of Deception. Uh massive, massive fiend. Uh, by the way, unless otherwise stated, just assume that the bachelors are of a size that is uh, gigantic. Like 18 feet plus.
0: Love that. Love, yes. love, love.
1: Yes. Uh, this, uh, bachelor number two, is is really uh, passionate, very uh, sort of uh, lustful. There, there's a bit of ruthlessness that comes about him, but he's really able to use words and magic in, in very cunning ways, uh, uh, establishing friendships and uh, getting people to trust him, committing acts of betrayal, often violently, and then just sort of absorbing the power that comes through that deception. Uh, he often invites mortals, such as yourself, to his palace, asks them to attend court, uh, grants them riches and powers, um, you know, giving them that sort of blanket of security, and then ripping it out and and, and taking their soul uh, with it. He, he, okay, I'll admit, Bachelor Number Two. He, he's kind of an ephemeral figure. You can't really nail him down. Speaks in riddles. Never goes straight to the point, even when giving commands. Like, he, he, I'll say this: He's allied with Mephistopheles and Dispater, who are like the most scummy of scum lords in devil town like in in the nine hells um but even with that this guy you know he he's um interested in magics he's interested in 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 the sort of more intellectual aspects of power i'll I'll say say that for him uh and you know lord of hell you can't really you know beat that honestly
0: is he going to suck my soul
1: um you know I, i i i really don't Want to comment, you know I, I don't want past decisions To uh, Be allowed to be Extrapolated, but I, I mean His track record is that there might Be a likelihood or a, a Possibility, uh, no matter how Small, that maybe uh, Indeed he might Just, just as a possibility it, it, I, I'm neither confirming nor denying his, his uh, Ability to Suck or not suck your soul
0: Okay, interesting. I,
1: I, I mean, he he's immune to fire, uh, poison, can resist cold and acid. He speaks celestial, common, draconic, infernal. He's telepathic. Like, this is a very skilled individual. Somebody who, who can certainly, certainly um, pull on those heartstrings and maybe rip them out. But uh, just really get you on his side. And then immediately against your his side, because, well, he might have betrayed you. But, again, I I think Bachelor, to like, his, his, uh, the sins of the past need not uh, inform the sins of the future.
0: Right. They need not, but sometimes they do. Yeah. Uh, Okay, okay. All right. All
1: Hmm. right. Uh, I I, I suppose I should probably uh, give a physical description. Yes, of course, of course. I would think... Uh, yeah. Uh, now, just just keep in mind Massive, you know 18 foot and above um, <clears throat> But uh, He's a fiend uh, You know, lower body of a brown Spotted serpent, upper body of a muscular Humanoid with
2: powerful Snake arms Snake
1: body? Uh, you know, his head is um, uh, Terrifically Monstrous, you know, he's got black-lipped Maws filled with jagged pointed Teeth and a pair of serpent's fangs uh his eyes are pale white without irises or or or, or pupils. Uh and yet, you know, see, see he's perfectly fine. 2020 20 vision up there. Uh but as as you so eloquently put out, yeah, kinda kind, kind of a snake dude.
0: I like snake dudes. And the first guy, he had like he was all humanoid.
1: Um that's a very generous sort of take on it. I, I would say he's more demonic and draconic, like a mixture of the two. Uh, but, but he had, like, terms, two legs. Two legs, a tail, two wings, a flaming sword, and a belt of heads.
0: Right. Okay. Oh,
1: and two horns, excuse me. Right, right,
0: right, 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 Two Where's arms. Where's this guy? Two arms.
1: Yeah, two, two arms, two arms. Uh, and this one is sort of the same, two arms and uh, two horns. Right. Uh, but snake body.
0: Okay.
1: So, that's the second one. I'll... I've 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 sort of left the best for last, or at least the one with sort of the most forthright history. It um, might seem a little rigid, um, maybe a little uh, maybe a little reluctant to open up, but but just please follow me. Uh, I'm going to tell you more about his history. Um, he's known as the Prince of Stygia. He's Lord of the Fifth, and uh, also an Archdevil. He rules. Over that sort of plane, and okay, I I lied. He he doesn't, he's not actually um, colossal. He's about a six foot tall humanoid, very pale skin, dark hair, kind of a goatee going on. He he, he sort of looks like any other uh, Joe Blow. Unfortunately, his eyes are entirely black and he's got pointed teeth, but that's just sort of a thing. Anyway, he was actually. encased in ice for past betrayal, uh, namely attempting to uh, seduce and ultimately sacrifice the uh, mistress of Asmodeus.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, And for a long time, that was sort of his thing, just sort of trapped in ice for eternity, for untold millennia, unable to act. But, 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 uh, Asmodeus sort of took pity on him, or or something, and so displaced the former ruler of Stygia in order to plant this guy into uh, Stygia. And when I say plant this guy, I literally mean he took the whole ice prison and stuck it into Stygia. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, he can communicate telepathically. Like he can hold a conversation, and and you know he's he oftentimes. Comes off as arrogant, he's a little bit of a Troublemaker, a little bit of a bad boy His powers, though Not read, readily demonstrated They are, you know Massive enough to to be a, a lord Of hell, and to f- Even further, like, even further beyond That, have minions, day and Night, chip away at his Tomb, uh, constantly And, and with, uh, with Great aplomb Only problem being that Stygia is a plane of Ice, and Whatever progress they've made for every foot that they dig, two feet of ice grow. So, it's, um... It, 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 they hit a few snags every now and then. Mm-hmm. But... Okay. Uh, no, but nonetheless, you know, uh, they'll probably get him out eventually. And, you know, he, even if he's encased in a block of ice, unable to move or really uh, speak or uh, perform physical acts, uh, it doesn't mean he's not deserving of love.
0: That's e- even True. Yeah.
1: Even though he attempted to, to to kill his last lover and uh, you you know take his soul uh, or take her soul for his own and uh, yeah probably not the smartest move but you know again past sins future sins
0: <laughs> did he though did he take her soul you said he tried um, to was he successful
1: uh you know I I, I don't want to lie. I won't say he didn't I won't say he didn't. He he, he did. did. He succeeded. He did. Yeah. it sounds like yeah. he did he, take he, it. Yeah, yeah, he did. And again, uh physicality just sort of a, a regular regular old guy. Like I I can't really uh go go very go very far beyond that. It's just a, a handsome a handsome man face that he has. You know, clothes himself in in silk and had a glister, glistening rapier um uh, but is now only a black speck uh, a quarter of a mile within a towering mountain of dark ice that floats around Stygia at random intervals. (coughs) Yeah. Um, Any questions that I could uh, perhaps communicate to them or or otherwise, like, uh, get your vantage point on in terms of, uh, you know, what what your concerns might be as a partner to these people or, or what have you?
0: Huh. Well, I mean, the tricky thing with demons is uh, that... Uh, uh, sorry, arch devils.
1: Uh, yes, uh, that, that, that is a very important distinction. The tricky the, thing with arch
0: devils is that, um, do you ever really win?
1: Um, yeah, that's a very good question. Um, its it, It's very difficult to quantify, especially given the fact that the Blood War is just sort of this eternal chaos that happens across the multiverse and has happened for all of recorded time. Um, yeah, it's just really difficult to, to sort of quantify what victory is in that scenario.
0: So let's go through them again just because I like to make... I'm not squeamish, you know. I'm okay with devilish antics, if you will. And uh, I don't really like the hot, hot, hotness, the hot weather, hot, hot, hot. Uh, so the fact that I might have to visit them in like a really temperature extreme place. Is kind of a bummer for me.
1: Sure, sure. Well, I'll I'll go ahead and give like just a small snippet to the uh, actual levels of hell that they control. Okay. Um, yes. Thank you. Yes. The first, uh, the Lord of the First, um, is in control of Avernus, which is a vast charred wasteland of rubble over which the iron towers of the Dukes of Hell uh, once stood. Uh, Legions of devils of
0: hell are they related to the Dukes of Hazard?
1: Not to my knowledge, however, oh, okay, uh, they could be. Uh, I, I I don't have that particular bit of information in front of me at the moment, but it's a, it's a distinct possibility.
0: Because I just don't know if I want them in my family, is why I'm I'm asking.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Throughout Avernus, legions of devils march across its plains uh, in continual readiness for the next battle within the Blood War. A red light suffused the sky, and huge fireballs uh, flo- float uh, across the layers, randomly exploding wherever they hit. Now, the Lord of the Third, I, I will say, is a... Uh, a layer, or is in control of a layer by the name of Minaros. Uh, it's described as an endless bog of vile pollution, decaying bodies, and rotting marsh, repeatedly drenched by rain, sleet, and hail. Uh, the soggy, bone-strewn, disease-ridden swamp lands make it difficult to move and are only broken by uh, ridges of volcanic rock. Nameless creatures, even the devil's fear, inhabit the swamps.
0: What? Okay. That's kind of, that was, that's good to know.
1: Uh, it, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it, it's sort of like a cavern that exists below Dis. It's this oily, watered, muddy, oozing sort of swamp land that just kind of, you know, hangs out and exists. Uh, whereas in, in contrast, Stygia, uh, as I uh, name dropped a little bit earlier, it, it's, Either a bottomless ocean covered by an ice sheet, or a frozen sea salted with huge icebergs buried in a cavern below this, which is the, uh, pardon, the third level of hell, or second, excuse me.
0: Well, I will say that I am, as anyone who knows me knows, I'm a big slut for dragonborns and dragon-type creatures, so... Bachelor number one, it, that is something that I'm interested in.
1: Absolutely. I, I will remind you just very gently, this okay. is the same one. This is the same entity that you had a severe disagreement about with, uh, I know, with regards to the, military. I he's
0: the military. <sighs> I mean, okay, so number, Bachelor number three, I think I'm going to have to take off the table just because he's still in a block of ice, and it's like, um, I'm not a, a, I'm not, I'm not a physically needy person, like, I don't need to hold hands, I don't necessarily love cuddling, I don't need to always be touching my partner, but, like, sometimes, you know, like, I take Netflix and chill to mean something maybe very different than what he does.
1: I I'm, I'm curious what the distinct definitions would. would well, because entail, it sounds
0: like for him, Netflix and Chill is watching Netflix from his block of ice, where, oh, where he's permanently I see. chilled. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: ah, yeah, I, yeah. I I see. So, I, I, you 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 were in reference to Bachelor Number Three being stuck in a mountain of ice. Yeah, he's
0: stuck in a mountain of ice. So he's quite yeah. literally chilled. I quite literally. I do. Like, I think I like what he's done. I like really? his dedication. Mm. Um. He hasn't given up. There's a, there's a,
1: he's hopeful. There's a tenacity to his spirit, right? Yeah.
0: He hasn't been brought down by circumstance. You know, he doesn't strike me as a pessimistic person. He might even be an optimist, which I find to be very refreshing.
1: Yes absolutely you know when when you're stuck in an eternal blood feud with your uh sort of deific opposites, you know you gotta find the joy somewhere
0: and the second one you know, I don't know that I thought the second one was particularly remarkable. I'm not really I'm not really recalling much information about him besides the fact that he has a snake butt and
1: uh, uh, he he's also known for deception, lots of deception I don't um,
0: like being lied to oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's 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 gonna be a problem. And I mm.
0: like I like I like butts and he has a snake butt. And I don't know that I like a snake butt. I like a nice meaty rump.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> I agreed to appear on this show. I, I didn't I didn't know this would be on the table. Um yes, I I, 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 I certainly know what you mean. Yeah, you mean. when
0: Ellie looks for dates, she definitely goes for more of the emotional connection. I'm definitely thinking just like physically um. more of the physicality of it <laughs> so gosh I'm just I keep finding myself drawn to bachelor number one even though he is a general in the in military and it just it like bothers me but at the same time at the same time at the same time he sounds sexy as fuck <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lay it on the table, why don't you? Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, I I can sort of see that, and and you know, um, from the picture that I've got, l- looking here, this guy fucks like this. This Lord of Will Hell, you send it to I me? think. Uh, you know what? Uh, if you confirm with me that <sighs> this is the Bachelor okay, of
0: your dreams, yes, he's not the Bachelor of my dreams. I would smooch him. Ah. Right. This is not. This is not a a typical matchmaking podcast. I'm not looking for my I'm soulmate.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. This looking, is just I'm the just one you for, can take out on a date. I'm
0: looking for something to do Saturday night.
1: Something you can do Saturday night. Something you can share with somebody. And you know what? If that's Bachelor number one, then that's Bachelor number one. We just you know? won't
0: talk about the military-industrial complex.
1: Yeah, and the sort of uh, ideals that he's sworn to uphold eternally. But it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. You know, Bachelor number one, and you know what? I'll I'll even do you one further. I'll reveal the names of these wonderful wonderful men in tandem with their uh, photo identification. Good, excellent. So, bachelor number one, uh, who's the runaway candidate for a first date, uh, happens to be a a a, a man Whoa. by the name of Bell.
0: <laughs> Damn, yeah. that's a big boy.
1: Yes. Hello.
0: Um, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah, uh,
1: and, and and remember, uh, eighteen foot and above. Like this, this guy is huge. They're not in just terms also his
0: his belt of heads isn't just like shrunken, withered heads. They're like full on, freshly decapitated skulls with hair and defined features.
1: Yeah, no, the, uh, he is meticulous in his work. It's just that his work is antithetical. To nearly every tenant of your being,
0: um, I wouldn't even describe that as a belt. It's more like a waist cincher.
1: Oh, you know, I I, I lacked the words for that. Thank you, thank you so much for for <laughs> accurately describing it.
0: It like really draws the eye to his uh small waist.
1: Oh yes, ab- absolutely. Okay, but those arms. Though.
0: <clears throat> yeah, he's a big he's a big guy, and he's dripping some goo out of his mouth.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's sort and of And that's thing. a very
0: cool sword. However, the shape of the sword, I guess maybe it's meant for dual purpose. It has like a little hook in the center which I imagine is for like decapitation, for like hooking and chopping off.
1: Yeah, and for also catching the enemy's weapon and like it's um, it's
0: an interesting sword. It's very very large and strangely shaped. I don't know a lot, but I I suspect as he is a, a military expert that he knows what he's doing, and that is kind of the shape that he wanted. But to me, it seems like a strange shape. But you know what? That's something that um we can fight about.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and, and well, and he'd probably be more than willing to fight because you know it's kind of what what he's doing but you know who knows he he might be trying to turn over a new leaf trying to look out for himself look out for his emotional well-being uh, it's it's just uh, it's a lot of things i should probably introduce you to bachelors number two and three huh
2: yeah
0: yeah you see them
1: yeah uh just as the final points i suppose uh this is mammon i, I, I i'm i'm being really gentle here um this is Mammon. Huh, uh,
0: okay. Definitely glad I didn't go with that.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I mean the snake motif is not lost. It's it's actually emphasized quite severely. And, and remember, this is from the stink level of hell, where like there are things that even the devil's fear in swamps, like it's it's a bad time. I don't like that. I don't like that. And and already, you know, that that sort of look got a little bit of deviousness around him, you know, that some people might find charming. Others might find annoying. It's, it's sort of that, that whole sort of thing.
0: Okay. So.
2: I'm, I'm yeah, fine it,
0: with not having chosen him.
2: Yeah. Uh, his yeah.
0: He looks like William Defoe is the Green Goblin with a snake body.
1: Damn, you're right. Wow. I didn't even make that connection <laughs> until just now. Wow. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he never stood a chance. I'm sorry, Mammon. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. And that's the last one. Um. Oh uh, again uh, just imagine Mammon like 18 plus foot tall right. like he's one of those uh in sharp contrast to Levistus the third uh, bachelor uh, I I okay it, here he's just a dude okay um and and uh, the woman that he's uh holding that's the one that he uh, seduced and killed Yeah, um, his
0: hand looks poised for the strike
1: Yeah it, that's that's sort of a thing and I suppose at the current minute, he would not be looking as, uh, what wonderful or, or as chipper, um, but,
0: but he's kept an eye. So wouldn't he be very well preserved?
1: Uh, absolutely. Well, preserved. Um, uh, You know, you crack open that cold one, you you get something good. Yeah,
0: see, I'm glad I didn't go with him only because, you know, I like... First of all, I don't like this, like, weird, strange interview with a vampire aesthetic.
1: Oh, yeah. That
0: was... I never really fell for that. But I like it when my monsters look like monsters. I'm not a coward. And so I don't need my monsters to look like humans.
1: Right. You don't need your monster to be a guy trapped in ice. You don't need Captain America but worse. Like I
0: don't need I don't need dark Captain America. Exactly. You don't
1: need dark Captain America. Right? If like, it's if,
0: if he's a arch devil. Like if he's an arch devil, I kind of want the like weird, monstrous, strange. Um if this were uh, psychopath men, then maybe you know, yeah, that's a different that's, story. Because this guy yeah, 100% exactly. looks like... He looks like he smells underwear when you leave the room.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, again, uh, just bringing up point after point that I hadn't considered. <laughs> y- you know?
2: <laughs> <And>
0: <laughs> there's something that, like, if an 18-foot dragon man smelt my underwear when i left the room i'd be like well i don't know i you know i don't know his story i don't know his his rituals i don't know what's important to them but if is that a
1: customary sort of yeah exactly
0: but if this like dude with his weird like jet black hair that's totally dyed and his like strange and he has like a goatee that's pointed but the goatee is actually covering his entire chin, so it's a it's yeah. a it's a large goatee. I don't even know how to describe this. It's almost as if his chin is just, um, yeah. So this if this motherfucker smelt my underwear, I would be like, "Hey, Chad, that's weird."
1: Hey, Chad, Do you fucking mind, Chad. <laughs> what, what's the deal, Chad? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No. So I, I, that's my that's
0: my reasoning.
1: Somebody, as somebody who has not had to to have considerations, I suppose, in reference to who who would be smelling my underwear, I, I, I suppose I, I I hadn't really thought about the the sort of difference in implications <laughs> that that would have been present between uh, Bell and Lavistas. Mm. So yeah, yeah I. On that note, I suppose we'll say that, uh, given the array that I have arranged for you at the moment, that Bell would be the first (laughs) to secure for himself the first lord of hell to secure for himself a date. Yeah, I would smooch
0: Bell and I'd go on a date with him and I'd see just kind of where the night
1: took us. Sure, absolutely. Probably end in blood. Not, not gonna lie, but you never know. All right, said said the podcast.
0: Thank you. Did, did we do the podcast? thank you so much for <laughs> this choi These choice morsels of a hellish, hellish delight. Um,
1: absolutely, absolutely. If you and, like,
0: uh, if you like this thing that that I just did, this crime that I've committed against Jason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Then you should check out some other shows on the NerdSmith Network. I, you know what, I shouldn't even say that because none of the other shows are probably much more gentle and kind places to be, especially (laughs) to their guests. I'm sure they don't bring up awful things to their guests, to their poor guests who are just doing a friend a favor. And were instead emotionally traumatized.
1: <laughs> no, not not even in the slightest. This was this was a marvelous time. I'm so glad to have been on here. But uh, as you said, you know the the NerdSmith Network houses a whole lot of other creative endeavors that yeah you can certainly uh, check out and. and uh, be a part of, uh, yeah. Now and, with the sub going on. Yeah.
0: And, uh, if you're interested in like, maybe what should I listen to? We'll just listen to this promo that I'm going to paste in right here.
2: Monsters. Savages. Abominations. Eighty years ago, the great kingdoms of the land above drove all monstrous creatures from their domain and claimed the surface of the world for themselves. Those that escaped the slaughter were driven deep underground, banished forever into the lightless reaches of the dark below. In this endless labyrinth of stone tunnels and caverns, their descendants still fight to survive. And she's gonna pretend that she's a fan of this dragon. She's gonna be she's gonna say, um
0: Oh my gosh, I have heard of you before. You really? And I am just so happy that you're actually real, then we
2: actually found you. We've been looking for oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's fluttering. I look at and salute, and then go back into the shadows. Yeah, sure, make it look so easy. I do.
0: <laughs> she gets angry, and she just finds Dyer and just tries to, like, attack them with it.
2: One of this creature's massive clawed hands grabs hold of your wrist. The cub yet has strength. Come explore a world where sunlight is a myth and monsters may become heroes. Discover new episodes of The Land Above every Monday on nerdsmith.org, Podbean, or wherever you download podcasts. A proud member of the NerdSmith Network.
0: Now, Now you're back from listening to the promo, and that sounded really nice.
1: Yeah, that was a real good promo. I I really enjoyed it. It So check out
0: that show and then also check out all of the shows, all of them.
1: Yes, all of them simultaneously.
0: If your podcast queue isn't like mine where you're constantly overwhelmed with how much you have to listen to and then every single day you open your app, there's a new podcast that's been uploaded, you're not doing it right.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's – there's a lack of commitment to chaos Which is antithetical to devils But you know, it, it's on on brand
0: Yeah, so um, Alright, well thank you so much Jason Tell tell everyone again where we can find you
1: Sure, absolutely um, You can find me over uh, At Final Rights RPG Which is a NerdSmith show uh, Running on their Twitch streams Alternating Tuesdays The next session is going to be the Next the Tuesday. calendar so I'm not allowed Next Tuesday It'll be the Tuesday uh, that they're
0: listening to this Because this is published the same day So if you're listening oh, wow. to this And you didn't see the stream What the fuck <laughs>
1: If you're listening to this, you didn't see the stream Don't worry, it's going to be on YouTube Eventually, you will most likely See whatever rants and ravings I have About it on my Twitter page, if you just go ahead And follow me, at JustJasonPlease on Twitter uh, Again, all one word, all lowercase PLS as the please And um, You can even uh, go to The at we Are Smith, uh Twitter page to get updates Not only on Monster Crush, not only on plot hunters and uh, countless heroes and all these other sort of spectacular shows that, that we uh, that we are uh, related to? Re- relative yep, to? There I, I do They're our cousins. Our cousins, yeah. Our cousin shows. Go say hi to our cousin shows, uh, if you can, if you've got the time. But um, nevertheless, it, it was just a pleasure to be here. I'm so glad that I could bring aboard these, these archdevils and uh, who knows, maybe you'll... Uh, Maybe you'll be able to say hi to uh, Demogorgon, the Queen of Chaos, and the rest of them uh, on another show. Yeah,
0: maybe while I'm visiting my boyfriend.
1: Yeah, maybe. Uh, Do you you think you'll mind if you say hi to Demogorgon?
0: I don't know. You tell me.
1: Oh, fair enough. I don't know if Belle would be the jealous type. Hmm. Words to meditate on. (laughs)
0: Let's all think about that. (laughs)
1: Let's all think about it. Talk about it next week. How about that?
0: (laughs) Sounds good. All right, everyone. Thank you so much.
1: Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Adios.